Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Sige po, buksan natin ang ating Bible sa John chapter 21 verse 15 to 21. John 21 verse 15 to 21. Sabi rito, when they finished eating, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? Simon replied, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. Verse 16, Jesus asked a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon replied, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, take care of my sheep. He asked a third time, Simon, sign of John, do you love me? Peter was sad that Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he replied, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. I assure you that when you were younger, you tied your own belt and walk around wherever you wanted. When you grow old, you will stretch out your hands. And another will tie your belt and lead you where you don't want to go. He said this to show the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And after saying this, Jesus said to Peter, follow me. Jesus and the disciple whom he loved. That's interesting. Peter turned around and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved. Sino nga po yung disciple whom Jesus loved? Si John. Mapapansin nyo, nakasulat din sa... Si John. So si John lang nagtatawag nyo sa kanyang sarili. Amen. The disciple whom Jesus loved, amen, following them, this was the one who had leaned against Jesus at the meal who asked him, Lord, who is going to betray you? Verse 21, when Peter saw this disciple, he said to Jesus, when Peter saw the disciple whom Jesus loved, amen, uh, just to recap this, sinabi ng Panginoong Yesus kung anong klaseng kamatayan magkakaroon si Peter. Ano sabi ng Panginoong kay Peter, Your, your hands will be stretched. In other words, you will be crucified. And that's a sad news for Peter, right? Masamang balita na sabihan ka ng Diyos kung paano ka mamamatay. Tama ba mga kapatid? Pero this verse 21 is interesting kasi ang sabi ng verse 21, nung nakita ni Peter si John, ang sabi niya kay Jesus, eh siya Lord, what about him? In other words, siya, paano naman siya mamamatay? Kung ako, kukrucify, siya paano? Sana mas malala. And then verse 22, Jesus replied, If I want him to remain until I come. In other words, kung ayaw ko siyang mamatay, kung hindi ko siya papatayin, what difference that, that, does that make to you? In other words, sa version ko, anong paki mo? Kung hindi siya mamamatay, why do you care? Sabi ng Lord sa kanya, you must follow me. Actually, yung verse na ito sa verse 22, kiniklaim ng iba, na verse daw na nagsasabi na si John daw ay mabubuhay forever. Obviously, that's not true. John died. Pero what Jesus was trying to say is that hindi sinasabi ni John, uh, ni Jesus rather na mamamatay si na mabubuhay si John forever. Pero ang sinasabi ni Jesus kay Peter, huwag mong ikumpara ang sarili mo kay John, ang gawin mo, sumunod ka lang sa akin, huwag mong pakialaman kung paano siya mamamatay, basta ikaw sumunod ka lang sa akin. Pinamagatan ko po yung message natin ngayon. I entitled this message, Envy Kills. Envy Kills. 
Sabihin nyo nga sa katabi nyo, ang inggit nakakamatay. <laughs> Sige, sabihin nyo ulit sa katabi nyo, mukhang inggit na inggit sa inyo. Sabihin mo sa kanya, envy kills. When somebody got a favor, when somebody got a blessing, kapag ang isang tao nakaka-receive ng pagbapala, may bagong bagay, may bagong kotse, may bagong trabaho, may bagong posisyon, lahat ng bago ay may potential for comparison. Kapag nakakita at nakakuha ng bagong blessing ang kapitbahay, uh, potential yan para i-compare mo ang sarili mo sa iba. Bakit? Comparison is measuring o sukatin yung similarity or dissimilarity mo sa iyong kapwa sa kapamilya, sa kapatid, o sa ating mga kaibigan. To be honest with you, I think may mga tinatawag tayong good comparison. Like, iko-compare mo yung sarili mo sa somebody na ina-admire mo, and that will lead you to be inspired, na maging katulad ka niya, na maging successful ka din one day, na pwedeng ikinumpara mo ang sarili mo sa isang businessman, at in-name mo na magkakaroon ka rin ng business one day, at ginamit mo yun as an inspiration. I think that's a good comparison. Pero may tinatawag din tayong bad comparison, Kasi sa bad comparison, mga kapatid, mas madalas ka mag-focus sa sarili mo because bad comparison will make you self-focus rather than God-focus. Mas madalas natin tignan ang ating sarili, mas madalas natin tignan ang ating kakulangan, and living a full life is impossible if there's always comparing in our hearts. Living a full life is impossible when you have envy in your life. Bakit? When you compare, dalawa lang lagi epekto nito. Kapag kinukumpara po natin ang sarili natin sa kapwa man natin, kaibigan man natin, o kapamilya man natin, laging dalawa lang ang epekto nito. Kapag kinukumpara mo ang sarili mo sa iba, either yayabang ka, o pangalawa, maiinggit ka. Right? Halimbawa, kinumpara mo ang sarili mo na idihamak na mas mayamang ka, mas accomplished ka, mas matindi ang pinag-aralan mo, maaari magkaroon ka ng yabang sa sarili mo na, tingnan mo naman, no, ang, ang, uh, pag kinukumpara ko ang sarili ko, sa bu- ang buhay ko sa buhay mo, dihamak naman na mas successful ako sa iyo. If you remember the story of the Pharisees in Luke chapter 18, kung saan sinabi nung, nung, uh, nung uh, Pharisee doon na, I thank you Lord that I am not like this guy. Naalala niyo yun? Na nasa simbaan sila, na sinasabi ng Pharisee sa kanyang prayer mismo. Hindi kasi porke nagpe-pray, hindi nagyayabang. Habang nagpe-pray siya, ang sabi niya, Lord maraming salamat. Tagmo, nagpasalamat naman eh. Lord maraming salamat na hindi ako katulad nung kasama ko dito. In other words, kinukumpara niya, Yung kanyang sarili sa kasama niya sa church. Nasa loob ng church, nagdadasal sa loob ng church, pero kinukumpara ang, kas- ang kanyang sarili sa mga kasama niya sa church. Possible? Yes. Ano nag effect sa kanya? Nagkaroon siya ng prideful spirit. Naakala mo, uh, self-approved yung taong ito, akala mo self-assured siya, but in reality, they are self-righteous people. Bakit? Kasi ang, ang comparison has the potential for pride. Kapag kinukumpare mo ang iyong sarili, malaki ang tendency na magkaroon tayo ng pride sa ating puso or kapag kinukumpara natin ang ating sarili sa iba, potential din na magkaroon ng envy sa ating puso. Bakit? When you compare, it's either it will make you feel less or feel better. But either way, it does not please God. When you compare, either you will feel arrogant or insecure, but either way, it will not please God. When you compare yourself to other people, you may feel superior or inferior, but either way, it will never honor and please God. When you compare yourself to other people, it will never please God. In reality, if you think about it, kung lahat lang po tayo pare-pareho, pare-pareho tayo na itsura, pare-pareho tayo ng yaman, 
Pare-pareho tayo ng pinag-aralan. Yung iba sa inyo, lalungkot. Pare-pareho tayo itsura, Pastor. Kanino tayo mag- kaninong itsura paggagayahan natin? Okay? Pare-pareho tayo ng itsura, pare-pareho tayo ng yaman, pare-pareho tayo ng talino. Kapag lahat tayo pare-pareho, walang potensyal ang yabang. Kanino mo ikukumpira ang sarili mo kung lahat tayo pare-pareho? But in reality, we are not all the same. The start of comparison is the end of contentment. When you start comparing, nawawala na ni satisfaction and contentment mo sa iyong buhay. Bakit? Bakit lagi na lang sila nakakakuha ng accomplishment? Bakit parang sila na lang lagi ang may bagong TV? Bakit parang sila na lang lagi ang may nakakakuha ng mata- maraming atensyon? Bakit parang mas pinagpala yung kapitbahay ko, kaibigan ko, kesa sa akin? Parang tingin ko I'm not great enough. Parang feeling ko I'm not experienced enough. Parang feeling ko I'm not educated enough. Parang feeling ko I'm not cute enough. If you think about it, mga kapatid, that's ridiculous. You know why? Nakikipagkumpitensya ka sa mga taong hindi naman nakikipagkumpitensya sa'yo. That's interesting, isn't it? Why is it na nakikipagkumpitensya tayo sa mga kaibigan natin? Hindi naman tayo kinukumpitensya. Nagahamon tayo ng gulo at away. Paibig ba? Porke ba bumili sila ng TV, nagpapasikat na sa atin? Porke ba bumili sila ng washing machine na front load? Eh, ibig sabihin, kailangan natin i-despise yung washing machine natin. It doesn't make sense, isn't it? Kaya nga ito sa John chapter 21, mga kapatid, to give you a context, si Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. Si Peter, alam natin, nagkasala sa Panginoon, ni-restore siya ng Panginoon na sabi ng Lord sa kanya, Do you love me? Three times siya tinanong kasi three times din yan dininay si Jesus Christ. He was restored. Ang sabi niya, Do you love me? Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. And sabi ng Panginoon, after siyang i-assure Amen. After niyang i-assure si Jesus na mahal niya ang ating Panginoong Yesus, ang sabi ng Lord sa kanya, okay, ganito kang mamamatay. What a shift. Pagkatapos kang i-assure na mahal na mahal, mahal mo ba ako? Yes, Lord. Mahal mo ba ako? Yes, Lord. Mahal mo ba? Ito naman si Lord. Oo nga, mahal nga kita. Okay, ganito kang mamamatay. Wow. Ang saya. Ang sabi ni Jesus Christ sa kanya, ganito kang mamamatay, you will stretch your hand, you will be crucified. And we know the story, si Peter was crucified upside down. That's how he died. And then, kung ikaw si Peter, obviously, that is a bad news for you. Kaka-assure ko lang sa'yo, Lord, na mahal kita, tapos biglang ikukwento mo sa akin kung paano akong mamamatay. Huwag mo nalang kwento. <laughs> Di ba? Mas okay pa, huwag mo nalang ikukwento sa akin kung paano akong mamamatay. Pero since nasabi na ng ating Panginoong Yesus, and since alam niya na kung paano siya mamamatay, wala siya nagawa, kundi ang sabi niya, well, Lord, itong si John, eh, kanya, paano? Hindi ko alam sa inyo, mga kapatid, hindi ko kilala si John, tsaka si Peter, Hindi ko alam ang mukha nila, hindi ko alam yun nangyari sa senaryo na yun. Kasi kung nandun ako noon, multo na ako ngayon. 2,000 years ago pa yun eh. Right? Buti na lang wala ako doon. Thank God. I'm real. I'm real. Pero I can sense, nararamdaman ko na para bagang, hindi naman siguro malala, para, pero parang may competition between Peter and John. Kasi of all the disciples out there, bakit si John? Ano sinabi ng Lord kay Peter, ganito ka mamamatay. Ah, Lord, alam ko na, tanggap ko na, okay. Pero siya, siya, paano? Yung parang, parang sinabi ng teacher mo sa, sa thesis na bagsak ka. Eh, yung kagroup ko, bagsak din. Pagbagsak lahat, masaya ka na rin eh. Right? Ah, parang gano'n? Parang, parang kung ikaw lang yung bagsak sa buong grupo, hindi mas, hindi, ah, ayoko na, pero kung buong grupo kayo bagsak, okay lang. At least, pag sinabi mo sa nanay mo, nay, bagsak ako, pero yung first owner nga namin, bagsak din. Kaya okay lang yun, nay. Huwag mo na ako asahan ng mga ganyan-ganyan. Di ba? Yung mga, yung mga, alam mo yun. Tapos yung intro mo pa, nay, yung first owner namin, bagsak. Oo, talaga, grabe. Ako, ako nga rin bagsak. So, alam mo na yun, nay. So, sinabi ng Lord kay Peter, 
ganito kang mamamatay, this is how, you, how your, your life will end. And sabi ni Peter, what about him? Sabi ng Lord sa kanila, sabi ng Lord kay, kay Peter, well, in essence, I'm paraphrasing, huwag mo na siya intindihin. You follow me. In other words, wala tayong pakialam kung ano yung destiny, destiny ng ating mga kasama, ka-churchmate, o kasama mo as a disciple. Because I want you to follow me, I want you to feed the sheep, I want you to take care of the sheep, I want you to follow me. And that's an order. And God wants you and me to focus on our lane. God wants us to stop comparing ourselves with other people. And with the social media age that we have right now, it's very easy to compare ourselves with others. Pag post mo ng ulam mo, may magpo-post na mas masarap na ulam sa'yo. Pag nag-post ka ng bagong damit mo, may magpo-post na mas magandang damit kesa sa'yo. Ano intindihan niyo mga kapatid? So anong gagawin natin? I-delete natin ang Facebook natin. Of course not. Amen. But sometimes mga kapatid, kung ano yung lagi nating nakikita, I have this principle, your foundation is your conversation. Kung ano yung foundation mo, yun yung lagi mo sinasabi. Amen. And and if you always in in Facebook kunwari and you you are tempted to compare yourself with other people, ano mga kapatid delikado ito because comparison is a doorway for envy. Kapag kinukumpare mo ang sarili mo, comparison is the doorway to envy. Pumapasok ang inggit pag nagsimula kang mag-compare. Ang pangsampung utos ng ating Panginoon, thou shall not covet. Huwag kang mag-iinggit ng pag-aari ng iba, katel ng iba, o even asawa ng iba. Hindi mo dapat kinakaingitan. In other words, you shall not kamad. Sa Hebrew word, you shall not kamad. Imagine niyo to mga kapatid, if you Review the Ten Commandments. Lahat ng commandments na siyam is about committing. You commit murder, you commit lying, pero yung Tenth Commandment lang na covet, yung thinking. Everything is about, you do this, you do this, you do this, pero sa, sa Ten Commandments, sabi, you should not covet. Ibig sabihin, nagkakasala ka, pero hindi mo pa ginagawa. Nandito pa lang. Iniisip mo pa lang. Pinagnanasahan mo pa lang. Bakit nga ba ayaw ng Panginoon na tayo ay naiinggit? At bakit nga ba walang nag amen at walang gustong umamin na may inggit sila sa katawan? You know why? Because nakaka-humiliate na masabihan kang inggitera. Nakaka-humiliate. Yung, yung, yung masabihan kang uh, pumatay, iba pa nga, proud pa ako. Eh. Gusto mo, samakit, sunod kita eh. Right? Pero yung masabihan kang inggitera, nakakababa ng pagkatao. No, hindi ako inggit kasi it makes you small. You, you feel humiliated kapag ikaw ay nag-iinggit. Bakit? Ang inggit kasi, look at this, ang inggit kasi is, envy is hating God's goodness on other people, amen, and being ungrateful to the blessings of God in your life. Mas pababawin pa natin. Envy is being unhappy with others' happiness. And envy is being happy with others' unhappiness. Tagalog. Ang inggit ay yung pagiging hindi masaya sa kasiyahan ng iba at pagiging masaya sa kalungkutan ng iba. That's envy. Because you resent their success. You resent their blessing. Yung parang affront, pag tinitignan ka, oh, I have a new car. Wow, congratulations. But deep inside, you resent it. Masisira din yan. Pinagyayabang mo pa, installment naman yan. Di ba may mga ganun tayong thinking? Because ang inggit, hindi ka masaya sa kasiyahan ng iba at masaya ka sa kalungkutan ng iba. But in reality, if you think about it, 
Pag kinumpere natin ang ating sarili sa ibang tao, laging may mas talented, laging may mas magaling, laging may mas maganda, laging may mas payat, laging may mas makinis kesa sa atin. So instead na magstay ka sana sa sarili mong lane, instead na sana magsarili ka, magstay ka sa sarili mong course, you are trying to measure up with them. Ikinukumpere mo ang sarili mo sa kanila. Na kailangan meron din ako nung meron sila. Listen to me. You don't have to have what they have in order for you to feel good about yourself. Hindi mo kailangan makuha ang meron sila para gumaang at maging confident ka sa sarili mo mga kapatid because you have to stay on your lane. If you want to be happy, stay in your lane. If you want to be happy, stay focused on what God has for you. Why? They have something that you don't have, but you have something that they don't have. That's the reality of it. Naiingit ka sa kanila kasi wala ka nun. Pero naiingit din sila sa'yo kasi meron ka na wala sila. Nagiingitan lang tayong lahat. Naiingit ka sa bahay nila, hindi mo alam yung nangyayari sa loob ng bahay nila. Naiingit tayo dahil mansyon ng bahay nila pero hindi natin alam na posible nag-aaway yung mag-asawa sa loob. And you have a good relationship, you don't have a good house, but you have a great home. And sometimes we are envy at their house and we forget and ungrateful about our home. Envy kills. Ang sabi ng 1 Corinthians 7.17, I love this verse, and don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right here. Where you are right now, Nasa abroad yung kaibigan mo, ikaw nandito. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Amen. Yung kotse mo disuse, yung kanya push button, where you are is God's place for you. Amen. Yung kotse mo manual, yung kanya self-driving, where you are is God's place for you. Amen. Yung cellphone mo, my phone, yung kanya iPhone 11, where you are is God's place for you. Amen. Ang cellphone niya, Note 9 yun sa'yo, Note negative 9, but where you are, amen, is God's place for you. And since it's God's place for me, I must live and obey and love and believe right here. Listen to me mga kapatid. Wala ka mang iPhone 11, wala ka mang Note 9, may pagkain ka sa yung table, may blessing ka sa yung buhay. Watch me, you have blessings in your life, may pagpapalaan Diyos sa buhay mo and you have to recognize what you have. Kung anong meron ka, kailangan mo ma-appreciate. Pasaway ang anak mo pero may anak ka, my friend. May mga katulad kong couple na nag-struggle magka-anak. And you have a child. And you should be grateful for that. Hindi man tayo magkasing yaman, hindi man tayo magkasing height, at least may height ka. May nasusulat ka, 311. At <laughs> sabi mo sa katabi mo, parang tayo topic ka. Amen? Where you are right now is God's place for you. Ibig sabihin, wherever you are, you are anointed in that place. Hindi ko sinasabing pangarap nating lahat, pero kung bibigyan tayo ng pagkakataong makareceive ng sports car, tatanggapin niyo ba? Sino ba naman tatanggi sports car? Pero kahit gano'ng kaganda ang makina ng sports car, kahit gano'ng kaganda ang painting ng sports car, Kahit gano'ng kabilis ang top speed ng sports car, hindi kasha yung walo sa sports car. Kailangan mo ng van pag walo kayo. At hindi pwedeng magpanggap yung sports car na van 
At hindi pwedeng magpanggap yung van na sports car kasi bawat isang sasakyan may kanya-kanyang design ang creator sa kanila. So wag tayong magpumilit kung hindi naman tayo yun. Kasi kung ano yung design sa'yo ng Panginoon, yun ka. Kung, ka, kung dinisign ka ng Panginoon, lumangoy, lalagyan ka niya ng hasang. Kung dinisign ka ng Panginoon, lumipad, lalagyan ka niya ng pakpak. So kung may hasang ka, huwag kang lilipad. At kung may pagpak ka, huwag kang lalangoy. Kahit gano'ng kabilis yung eroplano mo, mas mabilis ako sa'yo pag nasa monumento tayo. Bike lang akin yan, ha? Why? Lahat may design. Kahit gano'ng kabilis ang makina ng barko, lagay mo siya dyan sa monumento circle, di andar yan. May design ang Diyos sa'yo, you have to stay on your lane. Alam ng Diyos kung sino ka, alam ng Diyos ang design niya sa'yo. Alam ng Diyos ang sitwasyon mo sa buhay. Alam ng Diyos wala kang trabaho. Pero alam din ng Diyos may trabaho ka. Iba naman. Alam ng Diyos na meron kang irresponsible partner. Alam din ng Diyos na mabuti ang napang-asawa mo. Alam ng Diyos na sitwasyon natin. Alam ng Diyos na tayo ay nagtatrabaho. Alam ng Diyos na nahihirapan ka magbayad ng bills mo. Sa kuryente, sa tubig, sa sasakyan, whatever it is, God knows where you are and where you are right now is God's place for you. Narealize ko lang mga kapatid kung gano kabilis baguhin ng inggit ang ating araw. From good trip to bad trip in one minute. Kahit gano ka-grateful ka sa sasakyan mo, kahit gano ka-grateful sa trabaho mo, listen, kahit gano ka-grateful sa sweldo mo, once na nabalitaan mo yung sweldo ng ka-office mate mo na mas tamad sa'yo, tas mas mataas yung sweldo niya kesa sa'yo, discontentment will creep your hearts real quick. Ang saya mo sa trabaho, bigla kang lulungkot. Because envy steals your motivation. Okay, mas maganda to. Envy kills your motivation. Kahit gano'ng kakapassionate sa trabaho mo, malaman mo yung sweldo na iba mas mataas sa'yo, pero mas masipag kang pumasok kaysa sa kanila. Pag nag-live sila, limang buwan. Tapos ikaw, limang oras ka nga lang magpaalam. Ayaw ka papayahap. Day lang, boss. Ayaw kang payagan. Tingnan nyo, ang discontent will come real quick. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, don't compare. People may appear that they have it all together. Parang they were very successful. They have everything in their life, but we don't know their struggle. We don't know the brokenness. Listen to me, mga kapatid, especially if you are a Christian, you cannot follow God genuinely and faithfully if you always compare yourself with others. Mahirap sumunod sa Diyos kapag lagi mong kinukumpare ang sarili mo sa iba. You cannot win that way. Mahirap tumakbo sa race na lagi ka nakatingin sa kaliwa at kanan. Madadapa ka. Kung nasa lane 5 ka, magstay ka sa lane 5. Huwag ka pumunta sa lane 6. Kasi pagka natakbuhan mo yung lane 6, pagdating mo sa finish line, ibang pangalan ang tatawagin. Iba nakaregister dun. Lane 5 ka lang eh. You cannot win that way. You are running a race. If you're always envious, kung lagi kang mainggitin, lagi mong kinukumpere ang sarili mo sa iba, amen? You are running a race that you can never win. You can never win that race. You have to run your race. I remember David. See, David was a successful guy. He did an heroic act by defeating Goliath and we still study that story today. But do you know, mga kapatid, na even si David na napaka-successful ay nag-struggle dahil may mga taong nainggit sa kanya. And even the, even the king of that nation itself, amen, was envious about him. Actually, in 1 Samuel 18, I want you to follow this story. And sabi dito sa 
1 Samuel 18, verse 5 to 9, whatever Saul asked David to do, David did it successfully. Look at this, huh? So Saul, watch this, made him a commander over the men of war. Sino nag-promote? Si Saul. Sino si Saul? Siya ang king. Okay? Saul made him a commander, an appointment that was welcomed by the people. Ibig sabihin, lahat ng tao agree. Next, and Saul's officers alike, pati yung mga opisyal ni Saul, agree. He was loved by people. Amen. Lahat ng tao gustong gusto siya eh. Lahat ng tao gustong gusto yung success niya kasi lahat ng kanyang ginagawa was a success. Look at this, even the king, amen, was fond of him. Favorite nila si David, kay si Saul. Pero tingnan niyo kung gaano kabilis mag-ship. Yung pagka-favorite sa pagkamuhi. Sabi ng verse 6, When the victorious Israelite's army was returning home, after David had killed the Philistine, women from all the towns of Israel came out to meet King Saul. Look at this. They sang, danced for joy with tambourines and cymbals. And this was their song. Watch this. Saul has killed thousands. And David, his ten thousands. Now, if you don't know Saul, si Saul yung hari, si David soldier. Kinukumpere ngayon si David kay Saul, kasi yung sabi, si Saul ang napatay isang libo, pero si David, sampung libo. Huwag na natin muna pag-usapan kung anong tono niyan. Script ng kantay. Okay, lyrics. Pwedeng... Si Saul, isang libo. Si David, sampung libo. We don't know. Pwede ring worship siya. Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands. Yeah. Pwede, di ba? Right? So, 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 see. Si Saul na hari, si Saul na pinakamataas ang position sa kingdom, one thousand. Si David, ten thousand. Eh, kung ikaw si Saul, magagalit ka, hindi. Kung ikaw si Saul, maingit ka, hindi. Kung ikaw si Saul, ma-insecure, most likely. Right? Why are you comparing me to, to a soldier, to David? But actually, I've learned one thing. I've, I've learned this thing. Alam niyo ba, ang sabi ng mga historian, itong kanta na to, nag exist na talaga bago pa dumating si David. Pero wala yung pangalang David. Yun lang part na Saul has killed his thousands. Hanggang dun lang yung kanta. Pero nung dumating si David, nilagyan nila ng pre-chorus, tsaka ng bridge. So talagang original na kanta, Saul has killed his thousands, pero nung dumating si David, they admired him, they loved him, they are fond of him, lagyan natin ng bridge. So nilagyan nila ng bridge yung kanta, sabi nila, and David, his ten thousands. Si Saul na favorite si David. Si Saul na nag-promote kay David. Tingnan nyo naging reaction. Sabi ng verse 8, this made Saul very angry. From favoritism to anger, real quick. Just because of one song. Ang sabi niya, what's this? They credit David with 10,000 and me with only thousands? Magulat na lang sila, susunod, siya na yung magiging hari. Wala na ako. Saan ako papasok? Sabi naman sila. In the next verse, verse 19, So from that time on, from that time on, nakumantay yung mga to. Dahil dinagyan nila ng bridge yung kanta na, wala namang bridge talaga. Kasi sabi nga ng bridge, you have no rival, you have no, pero nilagyan nila. Kuminto ko kasi medyo matagal talaga mag-guess yun eh. 
Sabi nung, from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. Well, let me establish. Everything was going right with David at this point. Everything was right. He did a heroic act. Amen? Ma- malapit na siya ikasal dun sa princess na regalo niya dun sa pagkapatay niya kay Goliath. He made a new friend, Jonathan. Everything was going right. People loved him. People are fond of him. Favorite siya ng lahat, si David. But because of one song. Kaya mga kapatid, tip ko lang, mag-ingat kayo kapag lahat ng nangyayari sa buhay niyo success. Kasi success breeds jealousy. Kapag successful ang isang tao, malamang pinagseselosan din ng ibang tao. Pag successful ang isang tao, malamang kinaiinggitan din ng ibang tao. Anong kaibahan ng inggit sa selos? Yung selos, ayaw mong ibigay yung bagay na nasa iyo na, natatakot kang mawala yung position mo. Kaya ka nagsiselos sa iba, kasi yung position mo bilang asawa ay natitreten ng ibang babae. Kaya ka nagsiselos. Yung position mo eh. Pero sa NB, wala ka pa sa position, hinahangad mo na yun. Yung wala ka, yun yung ginugusto mo. And sabi rito, simula nung pangyayari na yun, si, si Saul ay naging jealous kay, kay David and look what happened. Alam niyo kung ano nangyari? He tried to kill David and for 10 years si David naglalagi sa disyerto running for his life sa namatay si Saul sa desert. Wow. Envy destroys the relationship. Ang ganda ng relationship nila eh. But because of envy, because of inget, it destroys the relationship. You know what? One thing I realized, envy leads to other sinful thoughts. Actually mga kapatid, okay, tagalogin ko ha. Yung inggit, maraming kaibigan yan. At pag yung inggit pinapasok mo sa bahay mo, i-invite nyo yung maraming yung kaibigan. Pala kaibigan yan eh. Friendly yan si Envy. Pag si Envy pinapasok mo, siya na mismo ang magbubukas ng pinto para sa ibang kaibigan kasalanan para makapasok sa buhay mo. Alam mo, pag mayroon ng isang tao at may inggit ka na sa puso mo, madali na pumasok ibang kasalanan. Pag may magnanakaw na sa loob ng bahay mo, bubuksan na lang from inside. At hanggat nandun sila sa loob ng bahay mo, nanakawan at nanakawan kanila. At hanggat yung envy na sa puso natin, mga kapatid, nanakawan at nanakawan tayo. Don't give Satan a foothold. Amen? Because envy will destroy the relationship. Tignan nyo ha, kapag ang isang tao inggit, number one, pumapangit. Magkaraim yan, inggit, pangit. Pangalawa, ang inggit, nagkakasakit. Inggit, sakit. Rhyme din yan. Pansin nyo yung mga tao inggitero, yung hindi madalas magkasakit. Yung mga tao na iinggit, yun din yung mga laging pumapangit. Huwag kang titingin sa katabi mo. Baka isipin niya siya eh. Pag inggit ang isang tao, nabubulag din. Hindi mo na makita ang kabutihan ng kapwa mo kasi naiinggit ka sa kanya. Kasi lagi mong kinukumpira ang sarili mo sa kanya. Wala ka nang makitang tama sa lahat ng ginagawa niya kahit ang daming tamang ginagawa niya. Sinisiraan mo yung mga taong kinakainggitan mo pero hindi mo alam, ikaw talaga yung sinisira ng sarili mong kaingitan. Akala natin, sinisira natin sila, ginagawa natin sila ng kwento kasi naiingit tayo sa kanila. But in reality, sarili po natin ang ating sinisira. Because envy suffocates your soul. Mawawala ng breathing room. Alam mo, na-realize ko lang, kung si Saul na hari, in-acknowledge niya lang, ay, gifted tong batang to ah. Malaki matutulong nito sa kingdom. At hindi siya naiingit, iba siguro takbo ng storya. Kung si Saul sana naging Secure siya sa posisyon niya na sinabi niya na kung talagang gusto ko ng Panginoon dito sa pagiging hari ko, kahit sino hindi ako kayang paalisin. Kung naging secure lang siya at hindi siya na threatened na baka palitan siya ni David, baka naging iba ang takbo ng istorya. Right? 
Ibig sabihin mga kapatid, pwede mong baguhin ang takbo ng storya mo kung babaguhin lang natin ang laman ng ating puso. As I've said, many of us will never admit that we have envy in our hearts pero kailangan natin mag-heart check. I-check natin ang ating puso. Baka meron na dyan paunti-unting comparison, paunti-unting inggit mga kapatid. And as long as you keep on feeding that envy, lalaki ng lalaki yan, nagpapakain ka ng halimaw sa iyong puso na balang araw kakain din sa iyo. Ang solusyon, you have to embrace your limitations. Hindi ka ganun katangkad. Hindi ka man ganun kaganda. Hindi ka man ganun kapayat. Hallelujah. Say Amen. amen. Hindi ka man ganun katalino. Hindi ka man ganun kabilis magdesisyon. Hindi man ganun kaganda ang drawing mo. But where you are, God place you in that position. Embrace it. Kasi in reality, tulad ko, kaya ako nabanggit yung pagdodrawing, yan talaga prostration ko eh. Pangarap kong magpinta. Hindi ako pinangarap ng pinta. Totoo lang. Pagdodrawing nga lang ng bahay, alam niyo yung drawing na bahay na may bundok, tas clouds, grass, basic. Yun lang kaya ko eh. At dahil drawing ko eh, baka malagay sa museum eh. Hallelujah, praise God. <laughs> Iyan talaga, hindi ako marunong mag-drawing, right? Amen? Kaya ko mag-drawing pero hindi maganda. If you know what I mean. So, so, kung, kung, kung papangarapin ko magkaroon ng pagdo-drawing, let's say, gusto ko maging, gusto ko mag-drawing kasi gusto ko maging sikat na fine arts. Artist. Fine artist. <laughs> gusto ko maging artist one day. Okay? Pag ako naging artist one day, mafe-feed ko yung ego ko. Mafo-fulfill yung dreams ko. Pero yung pagtawag ng Diyos sa akin, hindi ko magagawa. Because I was designed a different way. I'm not a painter, but I am a preacher. I can paint a preaching. Amen? I can put colors on it. But I was not designed to paint these things. Kasi pag pinilit ko maging painter, mapufulfill yung ego ko, magiging masaya ako, kunwari. Pero yung pagtawag ng Lord, hindi ko mapufulfill. And I will live in constant struggle every single day. Kasi hindi naman talaga ako yun. And you know what? Kung pipilitin mong maging iba na hindi naman talaga ikaw, you'll be in constant struggle. Sinabi ko nga sa inyo, di ba, kung lahat tayo pare-pareho, wala na magiging proud. Kasi lahat tayo pare-pareho. Pero hindi tayo dinisign ng Panginoon na ganun eh. Kaya ang sabi ng writer ng Hebrews, run your race, the race that God has set before you. Kung ano yung nilaan at pinipre-prepare ng Panginoon na race for you, yun po ang ating takbuhan. Paano natin gagawin yun? By looking unto Jesus. Not looking at your competition, but looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Sabi mo sa kadami mo, stop comparing. Look at this verse in 2 Corinthians 10, 12. It's not wise to compare. Sabi rito, we do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. Look at this. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, hallelujah, they are not wise. If you keep on comparing yourself with themselves, sabi dito, you're not wise. In other words, wag mo i-compare yung season 1 mo sa season 10 ng iba. May kanya-kanya tayong season. May kanya-kanya tayong oras, mga kapatid. To be honest with you, mga kapatid, kung, kung papapiliin ako ng Panginoon mag-paint o mag-preaching, siguro mag-preaching. I don't mind preaching. I've been doing this for more than 5 years already. Weekly. Amen. Kinakabahan pa rin. Amen. May, may dependence pa rin. Kailangan ko pa rin ng Panginoon. But I don't mind doing it. 
Because I believe that God called me to do this. Agree? Pero once natatayo ka at natatakot ka sa expectation ng ibang tao, natatakot ka sa sasabihin ng ibang tao, you have to check your motivation, I have to check my motivation, and we all have to check our motivation. Kanino nga ba natin talaga ito ginagawa? Because at the end of the day, I'm not performing. I have one of the most humbling job in the world, and that is to preach the gospel. Amen? Obviously, mas maraming, magag- mas maraming mas magagaling na pastor compared to me. Obviously, mas maraming mag- mas magagaling na communicator compared to me. But you know what? I have to stay on my lane. I don't have to perform because I need God to do what I cannot do. I'm not the best pastor, but I can try my best to be the best that I can be so that I can maximize all the gift that God has given me. Kasi kung hindi ko yun gagawin, walang mangyayari sa akin, mga kapatid. Kung lagi kong papangarapin yung wala naman ako, walang mangyayari sa akin. And I hope that you are feeling the same thing. Walang mangyayari sa ating kapatid kung lagi natin papangarapin yung bagay na wala tayo. Ang challenge ko sa inyo, maging faithful kayo kung saan man kayo naroon kasi God has placed you there. Watch this. Kung saan ka man naroon ngayon, ito yung bahay mo, ito yung coach mo, ito yung asawa mo, ito yung accomplishment mo, ito yung diploma mo, and everything. Alam mo, kahit gano'ng kaka-accomplish here, you're always looking for another there. May kausap ba ako sa 11? Kahit gano'ng kaka-accomplish, kahit gano'ng kakayaman, may ina-aspire kang mas maging, mas mayaman. Sabi nga ni Andy Stanley, richer, better, puro er, pa, er, I want to be there. I'm here, I want to be there. The problem with that logic is this. When I got there, this is my new here. And now I'm look for another there. So magsisikap na naman ako, I will look for another there. So my there, my two there's, is my now new here. And the cycle goes on and on. It will never end. Hindi matatapos na maghahangad tayo na maghahangad. Sabi mo noon, pag nagka 3210 ka na, masaya ka na. Sinabi ko yun noon eh. Kaya talaga nakakatawa talaga eh. Sabi ko, magkaroon lang ako ng 3210, masaya na ako na ako ng pinakamasaya sa lahat. And guess what happened? Noong nagkaroon ng 3310, na yung snake bilog-bilog, hindi square-square. You remember that? Right? At nagbabay break. Ay, sabi ko sa inyo, napapalitan. Ay, yung acetate napapalit. Ay, hindi na maalala na. Now, it's a cycle. Kailangan ko noon, kailangan ko noon, gusto ko noon, gusto noon. Kaya pala sabi ni Paul, first Philippians 4, I've, I've learned the secret of being content. Gusto niyo sumaya, mga kapatid? Yes. Hindi kayo, hindi kayo sasaya pag lagi niyong kinukumpara ang sarili niyo sa iba. Gusto niyo sumaya? Yes. Gusto niyo sumaya? Yes. O palungkotin ko muna kayo, may pasok bukas. Okay? Masaya? Gusto niyo masaya? O yan, para mas masaya yung feeling. Gusto niyo sumaya? Gusto niyo sumaya? Alam niyo, pansinin niyo to ha, I dare you. Paglabas niyo dito sa church, maghanap kayo ng mga taong masasaya. Yun yung mga taong kontento. Hindi porke maraming pera masaya. Hindi porke malaki ang bahay masaya. Hindi porke maganda ang kotse masaya. Akala natin yun ang definition ng masaya. Pero pag, pagka may kilala ka, may magandang kotse, magandang bahay, hindi pa rin masaya. Magbabago thinking mo. Hindi pala bahay nakakapagpasaya. Yung maging contento ako sa meron ako. Hindi porke naka-aircon masaya. Tignan mo nga yung mga kasamahan natin dito sa may kamanaba tayo. Familiar tayo dito. Naglalaro sa putikan yung mga bata nagsuswimming sa baha, nakakainom ng burak, pero hindi nagkakasakit. 
Tingnan mo yung mga, mga anak natin minsan naka-aircon nat lahat. Isang, nakurot lang. O, ospital, ospital. Amen? Pero tingnan mo ha, yung ibang bata na sa loob ng bahay, naka-aircon, ang gaganda ng laruan, hindi masaya. Yung mga bata walang laruan, nagbabasaan lang ng baha. They're happy. Because happiness is subjective. Amen? Wala yan sa laki ng bahay natin, sa dami ng zero sa bank account natin. No. You must be content. Ang sabi ni Paul, I've learned to be content. Listen, hindi sinabi ng Bible, gumising na lang bigla si Paul, sabi niya, contento na ako. Hindi sinabi nung naligo ako, na contento ako. No, no, no. I've learned. See that? It's a learned process. Kaya sabi, I've learned to be content. Now, Philippians 4.13, now I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ang sarap i-quote ng verse na yan. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ang sarap gamitin yung verse na yan sa kaibigan natin. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ang sarap gamitin yung verse na yan sa mga kaibigan at ka-churchmate natin nag struggle You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Pero nasabi lang ni Paul yan nung natuto siya makontento. Now I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because I've learned to be content. Do you want to be content? Contentment is accepting who God wants you to be. Not who you wish you were. Pumapasok lang ang kakontentuan sa ating buhay, mga kapatid. When we accept, oh, this is what God wants me to be. And when you accept who God wants you to be, you, you, you'll start to be grateful. Magiging mapagpasalamat ka sa Panginoon. And the only way for us to be sincerely grateful to God is when we realize who we are and what we are. Then you will be grateful to Him. Amen? I want to challenge you. Stop comparing. Stop comparing. Envy kills. Sabi ng Proverbs, envy rats the bones. Amen? Envy kills. And you can kill with envy. And you can kill yourself with envy. Stop comparing. Envy kills. God has placed you where you are right now. God has a purpose in your life. Do you agree, mga kapatid? Are you following me? Now, do I give you enough reason to stop comparing? Will you stop comparing? Mamaya, mag, pagdating nyo sa chowking, pagdating nyo sa, sa lunch, kunwari, uy, dun, sarap na kanakain nila, sa atin, ito ah. Stop comparing. Amen. Just be happy and be grateful for what you have. Stop comparing. Kasi nyo mainto ang pagkocompare. Actually, I've been asking that question for many days already. Lord, paano nga ba namin mahihinto ang pagkocompare? Lord, paano nga ba namin mahihinto ang pagkocompare? And next week, sasabihin ko po sa inyo kung paano. Thank you and goodbye. God bless. <laughs> Do you want to know how to stop comparing? Okay. In order for you to stop an envious life and comparing yourself with other people, the solution is very simple. Realize that you are unique. Comparing will destroy your uniqueness. Okay. Kung yung kasama mo, ginagaya mo, pag naging katulad mo siya, hindi ka na unique. At hindi na rin siya unique. Right? Because you're trying to be him. So yung ikaw talaga, hindi na talaga ikaw yun. Mga kapatid, there is something that God has placed in your life. May nilagay ang Panginoon sa iyong buhay na gift, na talent, na skills, na plan, na goals, at lahat ng yon hindi matutupad, magiging limited if you always compare yourself with other people. Let us learn to celebrate each other's success. 
Let us learn to celebrate and thank God for everything that He has done. Amen? Amen. Kahit ano pa yan. I, I like to be vulnerable with you. Kami ni Jenny, you, we all know, you, know, you know our story. We've been struggling na magkaroon pa ng anak. And we believe that God has always has the right time. We are not desperate, but we are trusting God for His timing. Do you agree? Ginagawa namin assignment namin. We're trying. If you know what I mean. Oh, you don't know what I mean. Right? We're trying. Amen? Alam niyo yung kapatid ko, si Larry yung pangalawa sa akin, kinasal nung March. May gitisang buwan, nabuntis na kagad yung kanya asawa. Kami, we've been waiting for seven years. Sila mabilis lang. So makakatulong ba sa akin kung, Lord! Mas spiritual ako dyan sa kapatid ko! <laughs> Will it help? Will it help? No! I must learn to celebrate his success kasi hindi porke nagkaanak siya, hindi ko naman anak yun eh. Yung sa akin darating yun. If we will always compare ourselves to others dahil mas mabilis yung blessing nila compare sa atin, we will never be happy. Ano yun porke? Hindi ko lalike yung mga post ito. Hindi ko pupuso ang mga post ito. Akala mo, akala mo na, ay, sabi ko sa iyo, promise. It's not helping you, kapatid. We have to be grateful for all the things kasi yung sa atin, it will come. Alam ng Diyos kung ano yung blessing na para sa'yo. God knows exactly what blessing that He has in store for you. Dumating yun sa Kanya more than one month o two months, yun sa akin darating after maybe eight years or seven years, regardless. May purpose ang Panginoon kung bakit. Maybe this year, maybe early next year, maybe next year. Who knows? Sabi nga ni Jenny sa akin one time, paano pag di na tayo magkaanak? So what? If that, if that is, uh, kung yun talagang... <laughs> <laughs> Nahirapan eh. Teka lang, tagalogin ko lang. <laughs> eh kung yun talaga muna eh. At gusto ng Panginoon eh. Now, do I believe na magkakaroon kami ng sarili namin biological na anak? Of course I am. Of course I believe that to happen. Of course, naniniwala kami na sa sinapupunan talaga mismo ni Jenny da- darating yung baby na- namin na paparating. Pero hindi naman pinangako ng Panginoon kung kailan eh. Bakit ko pipiliting mag-jacket kapag summer? at magsando kapag winter. Seasons rule. Kung ano yung season na meron ka, maging faithful ka dun sa season na meron ka. Kasi kung hindi ka faithful sa season na meron ka, ang dami mong nasasayang na oras, kapatid. Kakaingit dun sa season ng iba. Pagdating ng dulo, ikaw yung miserable at ikaw yung kawawa. Kasi hindi ka naging masaya sa buhay mo. Dahil lang hindi tayo marunong maging masaya sa buhay ng ibang tao. No? And we will kill you. And we will kill your emotion. Sa mga nagchichest, tandaan nyo to ha? Yung pon tsaka yung king, isang box lang pinaglalagyan yan. Latay, pantay, pantay. Sa harap ng ating Panginoon, if you want to be happy, you have to destroy the envy that is in your heart. Eh pastor, bakit naman kasi mga hinihiling ko hindi pa pinagkakaloob ng Panginoon? Bakit nga ba yung hinihiling namin hindi pa pinagkakaloob ng Panginoon? May purpose ang Diyos. May timing ang Panginoon. Or posible rin na maaaring iba ang motibo natin. Na kaya gusto natin magkaroon ng bahay para pasikatan yung ibang bahay. Na kaya gusto natin magkaroon ng sariling TV para pasikatan yung kanina. Ah, yung inyo, yung sa amin smart TV, yung sa inyo bobo TV. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Ang aga nito. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Amen? Look at this. James 4.2. Ang sabi rito sabihin James 4.2. I will end with this. You desire 
but do not have. Nararanasan nyo? May dinitisar kayo, hindi nyo nakukuha. So you kill. <laughs> Nakakita na ba kayo ng balita? Ginusto, hindi nakuha, pumatay. It happens. Look at that. You covet na inggit ka, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. May nakita na kayo nag-away dahil hindi nila nakuha? Yes. Look at this. You do not have because you do not you do not ask God. Eh, pastor, nagkakanda. Upod na upod na nga yung tuhod ko, kakaluod sa Panginoon. Yung salita ko nga, ubus-ubus na, kakapanalangin sa Panginoon. Eh, posible nga humingi tayo, pero tingnan natin kasunod. Verse 3. But when you ask, you do not receive, yes, because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasure. Posible ba? Na, na, kaya hindi binibigay ng Panginoon kasi hindi tayo humihingi? Yes. Pero posible rin na kaya hindi binibigay ng Panginoon kasi hindi pa oras? Yes. Pero posible rin na kaya hindi pa binibigay ng Panginoon kasi mali ang motibo eh. Na para sa pansarili ng pleasure eh. Para lang sa pansariling kaligayan. No, my friend. May purpose ang Diyos sa'yo. May layunin ang purpose. May layunin at purpose ang Diyos sa'yo. So you have to stay on your lane, run your own race, and believe that God can bless you kung nasa ang lane ka man naroon. Hindi porke meron na yung iba, mauubusan ka na. Envy kills. God designed a purpose and a path for you. And you have to trust God that He has good plans and good intentions in your life, and it shall come to pass. I prophesy in Jesus' name, it will happen in your life. Amen. God bless you. Let's pray. Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.